Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Friday's Daily Devotion. I am Linda Black from South Canyon Lutheran Church, and it's really good to be with you this morning. Um, today I'm going to be reading one of our lectionary texts, a part of one from Isaiah. Um, it is Isaiah chapter 61, verses 1 through 4. But before we begin reading, I'll give you time to look it up. I want to talk about images that we sometimes paint in our minds at Christmas. I know sometimes when I'm thinking about it, my mind goes to white Christmas, even though at this point in my life, that's not really what I want. But I think of gentle falling snow, maybe children building a snowman or sledding down a hill. Um, perhaps it's packages under the Christmas tree with family gathered around laughing and enjoying being together. Or maybe we even think of shepherds, angels, and wise men, or even a Sunday school Christmas pageant. But I think it's important to remember that not everyone has images of Christmas like that because there are people living in poverty and oppression, those who are living with addiction, and those who are in the midst of grief. And the images that come to their mind are those of, of being brokenhearted or of something taking over their life that they have no control of. And I think in some ways, that's an experience that we may be having this year. So I want to read today's text. And again, it's Isaiah 61 verses 4, I'm sorry, verses 1 through 4. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me. He has sent me to bring good news to the oppressed, to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and release to the prisoners, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn, to provide for those who mourn in Zion, to give them a garland instead of ashes, the oil of gladness instead of mourning, the mantle of praise instead of a faint spirit. They will be called oaks of righteousness, the planting of the Lord to display his glory, and they shall build up the ancient ruins they shall raise up the former devastations. They shall repair the ruined cities, the devastations of many generations. So today's text is a part of the third part of Isaiah, Isaiah 3. Um, last week we read out of 2nd Isaiah where the Israelites were in exile. Well, in 3rd Isaiah, they have been given their freedom and they have returned to Jerusalem, to Judah, and have started to rebuild, rebuild their lives and rebuild the temple. But it's hard work. It's slow going. It's not what they thought it would be. They are under economic oppression and many of them have returned to 
um, pagan rituals as a way to try and cope with everyday life. So this is the setting for today's text that we find the people in Israel in. They are brokenhearted. They are mourning. They are feeling devastated. And in many ways, because of the pandemic that we are living in, I think we can relate and understand the Israelites better than we could before. But what today's text give us, gives us are images of hope and anticipation from the writer of Isaiah 3. I want to read again portions of verses 1 through 3, and I want you to just listen to those. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me. He has sent me to bring good news to the oppressed, bind up the brokenhearted, proclaim liberty to the captives, release to the prisoners, comfort to all who mourn, the mantle of praise instead of a faint spirit. So what we find here in these verses are word pairs. We have words of despair, but then with each word of despair, we have God's word of hope. The writer of Isaiah, of this chapter in Isaiah, knew that people living in that despair needed that hope. Otherwise, they would feel like they were drowning. And what those words of hope do brings them God's promise, something to hang on to in their life. Comfort to those who mourn. Proclaim liberty to the captives. Bind up the brokenhearted. And what he says is someone is coming who will, who will um, turn those promises into something, make their mourning go away, um, lift the faint spirit. The one coming will bring a new way to look at life. Not um, that life will, doesn't come without pain, because life does come with pain, but what it will bring is a new way that we will see our life. Now, as we prepare for the way of the Lord during Advent, we too understand that we need hope and deliverance at this time. Christ reaches out to all of us in need. He touches all of us, giving strength to people who need strength, comfort to those who need comfort, and this is what gives us our Advent hope. Our Advent hope rests in the one who came to live among us, who lives in the midst of all of our failures and our disappointments. But in those failures and those disappointments, he helps us to see that God is at work even in those difficult times. God is giving us a new way 
to see, a new way to see those Christmas images that we have painted in our minds. And those images, this year especially, may no longer be images of a white Christmas or of large family gatherings, but they are still images of hope. We can feel the strength and the comfort from God as we await Christ's coming because God has clothed us with the garment of his love which gives us the hope and the promise of his salvation. And this is what we wait for. This is our Advent hope. Amen. Have a very blessed weekend, everyone.